And welcome to Meathead Cheddar, episode 27. I know y'all thought last episode was I was really was hoping you were going to say 26. I, but, uh, I was watching you. I'm like, he's going to say 26 again. I almost did. Because we apparently cannot start this the same way ever. No yeah. two episodes start the same. It's true. A little closer. It's other, than, other than they're always fucked up. So we got a, we got a cool new guest here. Someone who... Uh, I think he squats more than the both of us, doesn't he? Yeah. At the moment. Definitely more I, than I Preston. Also, I also like to <laughs> say, yeah, definitely. wait, no, what's, definitely. Your be- what's your best rap squat? Uh, 624. Oh, no, never mind. I'm My kick- best rap is 635. Never mind. I'm kicking your ass at this meet in like seven weeks. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, but I'm 275 pounds. So right. I should. Yeah, you are. You also are like you full know, to, what would you, you say yesterday you were? I weighed in at 222. Oh, damn boy. He's filled out that 220 weight class. I yeah. have not figured it out, but I have a theory. I have a theory about how to fill the weight class out. So this motherfucker runs like five miles a day. <laughs> so like maybe I need to start Fucking running. Rangers. <laughs> I, I actually have something to say about that. <laughs> so, oh wait, hold on, hold on. What's your name? I was gonna say, can we? We should probably. We introduce introduce I'm, I'm Jake. Jake. Uh, Jake Oreda. Oreda. <laughs> I never know how to say your last. I was gonna name. say, I think I've said your last name wrong every time. No one knows how to say my last name. Yeah, I just call you Jake. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I was calling you Jacob. I guess I should be calling you yeah. Jake. That's that's On weird. You Preston's never corrected me. Comment to me running. So you do run a lot. I do, but well, no, because um, <laughs> there's a guy I know who's doing the same thing as me, and you've met my buddy Hank, right? And they is that have the tall a, guy? Yeah, yeah, they have a group me, and they're like, "Oh, how many miles are you guys running a week?" And people okay. were like forty to that thirty. That sick fucker that you go to drill with that runs like forty miles a week. Well, because we were talking about that, didn't um, Hank say that you still outruck him? You can like oh, yeah. ruck march faster than him. No, well, I, so actually, because uh, rucking little, is about endurance and actually being strong. Yeah. Yes. So actually, to to precurse all of this, this is for like National Guard, Special Forces. Mm-hmm. You got to try out with them before you can even go to actual selection. But um, so the when I first showed up there, and I showed up, and they were like. Like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm here to try out. They're like, why are you so, like, heavy and big? And I was like, well. He's <laughs> like, because like, I could kill you. And it's like, well, I've, like, I come from Ranger Regiment, so on and so forth. But um, Hank actually was like, what did you do to prepare for this? And I'm like, oh, I just finished a powerlifting block. Like, I just did a meet. And he was like, that's not going <laughs> to help you at all. And I dusted him on the ruck by, like, 15 minutes. Damn. I dusted him on the run really? by, like, 20 seconds. And I was like, all right, bro. You're like, that's no, how, that's no, you don't run training. like five. You're, you run, isn't it three that you're shooting for? Or is it five? So we only have one actual run a week, and it's four miles is the goal. Okay, in under thirty minutes. Oh, yeah, well, you, you can yeah, do that. You can do that. So when that group me message came out though, and they were like that, me and Hank were like, we should put four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew. Um, I knew well, you I ran mean, a lot. The thing is, like with endurance, you can run a lot further than what you train to run. Yes. Like, yeah. the stuff I've read, because when I was training for marathons, good Lord, back in the day. <laughs> the hell is um, wrong with you? <laughs> well, I was, I still wasn't little. I was 230 at the time. But, like, everything I was reading, like, in the data is, like, if you can train. So, if you're running a marathon 26.2 miles, if you can run a 13.1 mile, like, and keep pace, you'll be fine mm-hmm. in the marathon. You can go about twice what you actually train. If as long as you can train it and like hit it at a steady pace, yeah. and you're done, and you're not like, well, I'm totally fucked, you know. That's what I found. Like, I don't run rare. I rarely do, but like when I would run a lot more in high school, or even like when I would take my dogs on the run when it wasn't fucking terribly cold out. Um, like it was all about pace, <coughs> and like as soon as I could find that like 
groove, that repetitive motion where I'm doing the same thing, like it, it's not bad. But like mm-hmm. when I'm stopping and starting and my speed is inconsistent, then I think I'm dying. Dude, I actually have maybe a client that you could work with because he – so he, he does the go-rec thing. Like yeah. he's kind of the guy that runs it. You know, oh yeah, it, around yeah. here. Yeah, no, I've he done was it once. he was hitting me up about like training for it, and I was like, dude, I would Google search and I would read and read and read, and that's how I would program for you because I don't know how to prep someone for that. So I might remind me after this, I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get you his information. I'm, so I actually uh, I scared several people who like started <laughs> talking to me about programming, and they're like, "How did you get so good at rucking?" And I was like, "I don't ruck." They're like, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "I don't do kit runs. I don't ruck." And it's like, why? It's like, well, it's terrible for my joints and my body over the long period of time, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Um, do I do it occasionally? Yes. Yeah, because you have to, right? But, like, again, with uh, Hank, because Hank is basically, like, I, he's using a lot of my old blocks. To You're help. like your, he's like your guinea pig. Yeah, essentially, because he's just using all my stuff because he's like, okay, clearly what you do works. And so we went on a ruck together with our rucks laying the exact same. And, again, I absolutely dusted him. I was chilling at like a 10 minute pace with the ruck on my back, just, you know, going well, and, at it. And so max, like endurance is great. Maximal strength has a huge part to play in mm-hmm. cardio type things like, like loaded cardio. Yeah. If, uh, you saw that with, with, uh, you know, grace CrossFit workout, mm-hmm. clean and jerks, 30 reps at 135, which isn't crazy heavy, but if your max clean and jerk is 200 pounds, that's, that's a hefty percent. If your max clean and jerk is 300 pounds, that's fucking easy, even yeah, if you're right. fat and out of shape. Um, a perfect example is they have a video of Brian Shaw doing it, and he was like maybe like 10 seconds oh, off or 30 yeah. seconds off the world record or something. Oh, yeah, it's no, like, Eddie Hall broke that record, remember? Yeah. He like so, did it as it, like... It, you basically just... They just basically touch it and like lock their arms out over... Like, yeah. It's, it's like a singular motion of... So, yeah, Eddie Hall did so it. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just a fat power lifter or whatever. And strongman's a little different because you train yeah. a lot of strongman, but it's, you get some conditioning that way too. But it's like, if your maximal strength is like twice that of the dudes you're competing with... It's just not going to be that hard to do a loaded run right. that they're doing or yeah. a ruck that they're doing. Well, um, so like on all of this, uh, my old squad leader is a human like miracle. So he, <laughs> him and I used to train together all the time he back when I, was, when I was on active duty. He looks almost exactly like me. Good hair. He's good, good head of hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fine but he, uh, hair, um, he one day he really pissed off our coach. And uh, one day we like maxed out on back squat. Now this time I hit like five forty five at this time, and I weighed like one ninety eight. And the next day he went and ran a fifty k. Like the next day, and he came in like the top ten of all the like fifty competitors doing it. But the caveat to this is this guy was two hundred thirty pounds. Dang. And like six one. 50K, jeez. Yeah, and jeez. could run his five miler in 33 minutes and 15 seconds. Because what's a marathon? Is that 40K? Uh, no, a, mar- a marathon? 30K. Marathon, uh, 25? 30K. No. That's miles. That's 26.2 miles. What is it in kilograms? I think it is. Or I think kilo- it's right oh, to the meters. 40. Yeah, I think oh, it's like I, I don't know. I don't. I, don't, so I only like, do freedom units. So you basically just did a marathon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That sounds That's what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Max or back squat, do a marathon. Oh yeah, no, like. Well, you said you did that shit too, didn't you? Say you hit that five eighty five squat PR after a what four mile run? Yeah, no. So the day before, I ran a five mile or, and PR'd yeah. it for myself at like a thirty five. I think it was like a thirty five forty five or maybe thirty five twenty five. I can't remember uh, the specifics, but the next day, like 
it was my literal last day on active duty. And Matt was like, come to the gym and we're going to max out your back squat on a Duffalo bar. And I did 585 right there in the gym and felt great. Nice. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. I don't have any other response, but fuck you. The trick is just to be a tough motherfucker. So oh, yeah. how it's long were you miserable. in the military? So I was or how on, long have you been in the military? I was on active duty for uh, four years from 2016 to 2020, and then I applied to Purdue, got into Purdue. Then you were the, like, you're like Biden won. Oh, yeah. you can't even. <laughs> you like, can't even the, you're like, I'm going to reserves. Yeah, no, I will. <laughs> you're I not allowed to, to say any of that shit, though, so sorry. <laughs> I went to the reserves because uh, I wanted to do SF like my whole yeah, life. Yeah, you, you wanted yeah. to be a special force. Yeah, I wanted to do Green Berets, and uh, so like. Basically, regiment had burnt me out. It was a lot different than what you expect as, like, you know, a fucking 18-year-old kid going, oh, my God, I'm going to go be special operations. Right. And then you get your ass beat for four years, and you're like, okay, um, time to reconsider some life choices. Right. (laughs) For sure. And so I actually was just going to get out, out, and, like, be done with the military until one of my squad leaders who uh, is currently in fifth group down in Florida talked to me and was like, hey – you should consider this option. Like you can do it in the guard. You can do all this. And so I was like, hell yeah. And then I met a recruiter who was like, all right, this is what you're going to do. They have a $20,000 bonus for the infantry in the Indiana national guard. And then what you're going to do is you're going to enlist for that. And then you're going to immediately go to SFRE. And then if you make it, you'll go to SFAS, you'll come back, you'll qualify for the 18 X bonus. And then after that, you'll get another like 50 K. And I was like, all right, that sounds like, that sounds like a good deal. Wait, can I do that? No. Wait, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I don't know if either one of us have the cardiovascular, Give me, give me six months. Give me, well, give me, give me, give me a couple months, and yeah, I could probably do it too. On the t- talk of politics, there's no bonuses anymore. Oh shit! Oh. Are you fucking serious? So, well, not necessarily for SOCOM, but uh, for the guard. So, like, there was a whole Manning thing with the guard and active duty, and they were giving out all these wicked bonuses. It was right. like, yeah. One of our friends took like a thirty thousand dollar bonus. Um, Zach. Zach, yeah, he yeah. got like a thirty thousand yeah. dollar bonus to re up. Yeah, pretty sure his ass so, blew through that already. Yeah, I think he did. Too. <laughs> well, he bought a house. <laughs> I mean, it's a good down. No, that's he, a good. That's a good use of that money. She bought a house. Oh, she bought the yeah. house. I thought he yeah. bought the house. What no. the hell did he do with that money? Bass boat. He eight, bought everything. Cerberus. Twenty-year, twenty-year-old kid yeah, he's, gets he's, like a twenty, thirty thousand dollars bonus, and you gave him thirty grand. What the fuck do you think you do with that money? Right. Hookers and blow. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, I don't think he does either happen. one of those. The uh, not the hookers. Not the hookers. <laughs> And not blow, but we can talk about other things later. But <laughs> if you're curious about the bonuses, I can say something about that. It's, it's, I guess it's a little political, but it is also kind of like expresses how much you can get fucked in the military. I do know that. Yeah. I know you can yep. get fucked sideways so I have, fast. I have known enough people who yes. are in the military and have been in the military to know that um, getting out is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so all that Jan Six stuff that went down, and then they mobilized twenty six thousand National Guard troops, and then fucked them. Oh, no, like people don't realize, like hard. Yeah. So hard. Like, they, sleeping that, in a parking garage and then getting in trouble for sleeping not, in a parking not garage. Even, not even that stuff. Like there's there's little stuff like that, and then there's like the end of it all. So when everyone came home. There's a so it's called the NGB. It's like the three letter agency that runs the entire National Guard, mm-hmm. and they basically build the federal government. We're like, hey, you owe us like our entire budget because we just mobilized almost every state's National Guard to for come, literally no reason. Yeah, to come down to DC, and then the <laughs> and federal, as soon as you got there, they're like, we don't want you here, and then they're like, but we want you here, and no one had a like, oh yeah, no one had yeah, a fucking was, clue. Yes. But they, when they did that and they build the federal government, the federal government was like, yeah, we're not going to pay that. 
And then basically what they did is, uh, you know, the infrastructure bill that passed. Yeah. Yeah. The way that, uh, they got one of the ways they tried to like pass it when everybody didn't want it was they were like, Oh, the like $500 million that we owe the national guard is in this bill. So if you don't pass it, you (laughs) won't pay it. But the thing is, is that come summer last year, the national guard was like, we don't have money to pay people. So they were like, there's no more bonuses. We can't pay out the bonuses we already agreed to. And we're just going to stop sending you guys to schools and we can't drill. Like we can't train. We have no money to do anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Welcome. Well, thank you, federal government, for fucking another part of America. Yeah. <laughs> literally. But, so Anything they you touch, got man. Here, Anything they touch. Uh, Dan and I were, ta- were literally uh, having a discussion about um, the labor shortage. Oh, yeah. And basically how the government created this clusterfuck of a mess by giving people 600 bucks a week to fucking and, sit on their ass, and, and all you had to do was lie on the goddamn and now, thing and, now they're and like, get it. And now they're like, hey, we need a bunch more money so that we can uh, fix this thing that we caused. Yeah. And like, dude, you fucked it up. Right? Why do we trust you to fix it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so fucking... I know, so I have a friend... Hey, I, I threw a baseball through that window and drove my car through your living room, um conveniently i own a uh general contracting company and uh, i would like for you guys to pay me so that uh, i can fix it <laughs> that's, that's that's exactly, exactly what, what it is, is. that yeah. is that's what the government fuck- does that's such fuckery the uh so there's a not okay, obviously it wasn't are you a good okay thing. are you allowed to talk shit like yeah this? are you okay? cuz it's, it's us talking shit not yeah. him. <laughs> i mean like i'm just i'm keeping it like with people i know that have been on it like okay. and stuff like that it's just not really expressing opinions just to be safe cuz i don't actually know the right answer cuz it's like i'm a civilian 90% right. of the time I just, but i feel like everything you say in regards to any opinion about government or army or anything you should say hypothetically, and then say whatever the fuck you want. Well, yeah, but I also have, I know a man who is, he's a super old. He's got a bomb-ass lawyer. He's, <laughs> Jake's got a bomb-ass lawyer. He's there's super a, old. There's a guy that I know, he's an SF, and he's old as dirt. And he was, like, in the Army, active duty in the 90s, joined SF. Hypothetically. And, and, yeah. The dude is, got like, you, crazy, crazy, like, on the right side. Like, to the point where it's oh, like... Oh, like, he's, like, freaking... It, so, but he sends messages... Like, far, far right. Yeah, yeah, he sends messages in the group me to us and everything, and <laughs> it's, like, it's stuff... It's, like, links to websites, and it's, like, websites where you're, like, yo, like, this might be, like, a virus. Um, <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't trust... Christ. It's, like, those, like, really sketchy he's, websites. He sends you TikToks of people doing, like, the weird conspiracy shit. Oh, no, shit. like, it's seriously uh-huh, stuff like uh-huh. that. Oh, it's man. Hilarious. I know that type. Hey, you know what? Yeah. In the interest of safety... My lawyer's a JAG officer, so... Your lawyer's a JAG-off? JAG officer. Oh, okay. I mean, to um, be like, fair, That's but... why I went with him is because he's a JAG officer, and like when I went needed him, his his firm was like, he's on orders right now. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. So he's still like semi-active, I guess. Oh, yeah. No, they, they activate you, and they put you... They like, you do your job. Well, okay. Uh, no. You do the job they want you to do, which for him was probably actually his job, but for me, for <laughs> yeah. most people, it's just whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Ugh. God damn it. So, hey, anybody hit any pretty cool lifts this week? I'm going to uh, throw mean, this fucking last, thing at your, like, well, last in the week, last seven days, have well, you hit a cool yeah, la- lift? Well, last week, I did the six, I tried 600 for two. On raw back squat, oh, yes. and yeah. I did a one and a half. Yes, I watched that, and yeah. I've watched it. Did you post times. that video? Yeah, yeah, it's on, it was on my story. 
Yeah. Oh, but you didn't like make a post post. No, I don't. I don't really do that. Okay. No. Well, y'all missed it. It was pretty good though. It was, a, you're, it you're was one and a half. I mean, it was a good squat. Like I'm not taking it away. I thought I had it for two. I'm taking then, that second rep away. Yeah, well, of course. I I had it for two. I'm gonna take that second rep away too. I haven't done a goddamn thing in the gym. <laughs> we, you remember you and I were literally just talking about how it's frustrating that my lifts are like seventy yeah. percent, so I don't post anything. Yeah, because like I'm like, there, there's no reason. Like, who cares that I'm benching two, two eighty five? I yeah. do not. Like, like it's. Not cool, as cool as like 335, 365, 405, right, right. For, or 425 close grip for oh, a hey. double. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, what you bench? Uh, so I don't actually know what I bench right now, but in competition recorded was 424. As a, you were 198 of that meter or 220? No, that was 220. That was a 220. Nice. But I weighed in at like 215. Yeah, that was, that was a no cut. Yeah. And then yeah. the one before that that I weighed in at like 208 with a massive cut trying to get down to 198, They were, <laughs> it was a 418. Really, I didn't know yeah. you you, nice. you did want you did an over four hundred bench after a cut. That's yeah, good deal. Well, so I also set it as a it was the junior national tested record. I know I that's remember. so many caveats. That's yeah. what I hate about it's, fucking powerlifting. It's so niche. I'm the junior national collegiate champion. There was well, three people in the entire world that competed, and they were all in different weight classes. Well, you and I talked about that when it, when we were talking about worlds, and then like if you want a world record in something. Pick a newer federation or a smaller federation. Right. If you like, want, if you want a legit world record, don't ever go to worlds. Just do a local meet where you're comfortable in your time or it zone. It has to be like a mid major meet, like where you can set world records. No, if open powerlifting doesn't care if it's a world. Okay, like, open powerlifting doesn't give a fuck. And who actually, as lifters who are good, what Check are they? The what are they looking at? Open powerlifting. They're looking at open powerlifting. So who gives a fuck if it's official or not? If it's at a meet and it counted, it'll be on open powerlifting, and that's people's measuring stick. Yeah, and that's and I I don't I would say you're flirting. I don't know where you are on the open power, but I'd say you're pretty high up there. Uh, Probably not as high as my fiance. Yeah, you're. Well, your your lady face is nice, right? Top seven. She was number nine or number nine in the top ten. Where you know Steffi Cohen is number one, right? You've got like Stacy yeah. Burr, Steffi Cohen. I think Stacy Burr was in yeah. that weight yeah, class. Yeah, she was. Um, like freaking crazy numbers. Yeah. yeah, and then you've got Katrina. Yeah, and she's just like we don't need to talk about the spread between the places. Well, but no, she's ninth in the world. Yeah. Guys. Well, I mean, like, we want to we want to talk about spread. Five hundred pounds between the number one one ninety eight er and like number one hundred. Yeah. Or, or, sorry, sorry. Five hundred pounds between number one and number like twenty. All yeah. I know is if I total five more pounds at this meet than I've totaled at previous meets as a two seventy five, I go up like fifteen hundred spots. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But because I'm not good. So speaking of like niche <laughs> in powerlifting, do you guys talk about the barbell club that goes to our gym? The, the, we, we have not. We can. We I, can if you. I want. will say, like everything, mixed bag. Yes. So I'm not gonna. Uh, but in general, I'm not gonna. I'm cool with it. I'm not gonna say anything bad about them because I am a member and I'm trying to help and I've helped get them coaching and yeah, proper yeah. everything. Uh, they there the right are track. there are some characters, but they are definitely on the right track to become better lifters and mm-hmm. you know future uh, improvements are coming, especially with their current president. Like he's very involved with trying to make it better. So I give them I give yeah. him full credit to making it. Ten times yeah. better because when I first showed up to Purdue, I've told I think mostly everyone this. 
I met like I met Preston. And I was like, oh, man, this dude's cool. I met him at Boston. I was like, this is, this is pretty dope. And then I met like the original people to Purdue Barbell, and I was like, man, these guys are these guys are fucking douchebags. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I will say, Austin is a character. Oh he is yeah, super. He is, he's but, got a personality, but he's got a personality that that will help. Oh yeah, lead them and and get them to where they need to be too. Like he's he's moving the right direction, yeah. but that dude's fucking crazy. He, he's like Mo, he's like Moses. He can get them almost to the promised land. Yeah, he can't actually enter the promised yeah. land because he's he's, he's going to graduate. He's going to graduate leave. before they can he <laughs> yeah. can get there. But yeah, he's. I'm gonna call him Moses that, from now that's, on. That's Moses. That's why I really, awesome. I really hope it. The momentum <clears throat> carries on because, like, I was telling him, I was like, man, like, I probably only have like two semesters left right. where I'm gone and I'm like you only have like a two semesters left and then you're gone right and, and I'm you're the one who's established everything right? right and if I'm him I'm looking who's the next who's my coming. replacement like yep. I'm I'm, Who are you training I'm finding up? yeah I'm finding my replacement I'm grooming my replacement well like, speaking really of quickly characters and niche powerlifting things there's a, a guy who uh I don't know his name but he's in the barbell club and he's a super lightweight powerlifter Okay. Like I want to say he's like a one thirty eight or maybe a one forties. He real short, dude. No, oh. he's mm. actually like really tall. It, it's kind of weird, but he um he went to the USPA like worlds. Oh no, oh, I know no. exactly who you're talking oh, about, yeah. and he set a ton of like world records. Just because that's a lightweight. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Oh, I'm so, put up so, my rotations. Okay. Here's my thing. What? Those world records are presets. Well, those he set. He broke preset world yeah, records. Yeah. It was also just like he's not. In comparison to like women who have broken those records, he's not that different, and it's also at the same time like is there anyone else the weight, in that weight class? That's the thing that I was trying so to figure out. So he was in the one thirty eight weight class, which is as like, a it's, dude. It's the smallest weight class, class yeah, and he's in the man. open one thirty eight. So, the, so it's yeah. not the, like he was in the teens where no. he actually have some competition. So the yeah. two smallest class, open weight classes, I uh, well last I Shit. checked, and I haven't checked. So I don't fucking. I'm not in those weight classes. The, I think the two smallest are world records or presets. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring this up is because another dude I know from Ranger Battalion is a 145. Ooh, have he, his ass cut. And he had, well, like, the thing is, is he is a, he went to that same meet and he placed, I want to say, like, at least the top 10. I want to say, like, top one through three. I 145 is still fucking little. Yeah, man. but he's, but he, like, he, he pulled over 500. Right. And he Damn. benched. I mean, uh, he's got a decent, he's not, he's not a bad lifter. Don't, don't get oh, me no, wrong. Oh, no, no, this isn't the, this isn't this kid. This oh, is, this, this is, is my the, buddy. Oh, yes. this is your buddy. Yeah. He, uh, he pulled over five. He squatted well over four and, like, had a really great total for being a 145 lifter. But then, like, looking at the 138s or, like, below him, it was, like, was so not even close. small and it wasn't even close. And it was, like, I bring this up because this dude is is trying to be like I'm a powerlifting coach now. Yeah, so, uh, world record. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's along that, and it's like it's the same thing I tell Austin all the time because he's like, why don't you want to coach? And I'm like, well, a, I'm too young to do it. B, I Bullshit. don't, I haven't, well, I haven't hurt myself enough to want to do it. S- right, <laughs> Th- that experience. Will make you a way better. Well, coach. I was going to yeah. say you haven't yeah. hurt yourself enough to be a coach. Yeah. Maybe you haven't hurt you yourself because like, you're doing some shit right, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, but that's like, about, you know, not a bad idea. I'm always trying to like avoid getting hurt, but at the same time, yeah. like I don't really know how to coach anyone through like certain injuries. Like, well, just find people who haven't got injured and then like coach them, <laughs> and then when they get injured, you just send them to me and I'll drop them. them off. <laughs> exactly. Um, that actually brings me to kind of my uh, one of the things. So Hannah and I get to do a lot of. I got a lot of input from her, and she wanted me to uh, ask you um, specifically, Dan. But Jake, you can uh, give a little bit of feedback because you've competed. 
Um, how do you, what do you tell your clients when they have a horrible meet? Like, I know, I know you and uh, I've so had exchanges, my, but like, yeah, is there, is there, my, is there a certain phrase or something you use when your clients are like, I had a horrible meet and it's your fault. So it's weird. I've never, well, I guess. Except I've, for that one up one, in Detroit. I've had Michigan. one client that, that, uh, was like, it's your fault, but she also PR'd her total by a hundred pounds. Right. So fuck her. She was super cunty. Um, <laughs> And super crazy, Jennifer McNair. I don't even give a shit, or Jessica McNair. I don't know. You don't even know her name. She can suck so back I things. have, um, but but um, that was because of miscommunication. She mm-hmm. thought I was going to drive five hours to go to her meet. When up front, I said, "Hey, your remote coaching. Here's the price point. If you want me to go to your meet, this is how much it's going to cost." Because yeah. a twelve week block basically would cover my hotel and my mileage to get there and mm-hmm. back. Like I'm not coaching you for zero dollars. Yeah. Like. It, it, it was a miscommunication that right. ended up with like a super blowout and she put me on blast on social media. That's just why I don't mind putting her on <laughs> blast here. Cause I don't care. Um, and, but so other, other athletes and typically I don't have people that shit the bed bad at meets cause we prepare them. You PR'd your total at that meet and one best lifter. You do not get to raise your hand and say you shit the bed. You shit the bed because like your head game was fucked up because you hated the person who ran that gym. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, 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 and they and took my was, squat. Was they I was took my say, fucking squat. Was and, it in Indiana? Yeah, yeah it, was it was in Sarah. Sarah. I, can, I can guess who. Um, but it, it, and I, I think your I real know. your real brain screw was that squat that they grabbed from you for literally no reason. I think yeah. that's what kind of mentally put you in a place where that meat wasn't going to feel like a good meat. Yeah, well, and it didn't start off well either because I missed my opening squat, remember? Yeah, that was weird. I went one for three on my squat. And I have he never, a second. I have never like missed, a, like just misgrooved a squat completely. I think we went up. Yeah, you. you I think missed, we went up in weight too. You misgrooved your opener. We went on to your second, like you made your opener because, like that, we were like, "That's stupid. You're fine." Yeah, moving on. Um, but I'm glad you hit it since the third was weird too. Right. But I mean, that wasn't your best meet ever. If you look at number of lifts completed, I feel like for most people, um, a seven of nine or better day feels like a good meet. Six, I'd, be, I'd be great for that six one. Six of nine or less feels like a shitty meet. I don't think I've ever gone seven for nine. I think I, my first meet ever was a six out of nine. Really? My yeah, first I, ever I was like nine. <laughs> I've zeroed um, so, like, and this is why, like, I, when I talk to people, I'm like, they're like, oh, woe is me, woe is me, I had a bad meet. I'm like, you go look up my name on open powerlifting and see how many meets I've zeroed. I've, I've zeroed two or three meets. I remember I, the first time I, I zeroed, saw you at 181, squats. you bombed on. Mm-hmm. I bombed yep. my squats. I've bombed my squats two or three times um, at 181. Well, and, and so I, so to actually answer the question though, so I, I have had people who have had not such great meets. Um, I actually had one this past weekend. She only hit her openers um, and she had an awesome training cycle. Um, Gabby hit all her seconds and didn't get any of her thirds. Um, which, which sucks, but, but Kirsten hit just her openers. Um, I was going to be at this meet and I ended up not being able to go last minute, which sucks. Yeah. Um, so I feel bad cause I threw it off, but she was more frustrated with herself than me. Cause she's like, I know I can hit these things. Right. Um, but I, I, I just kind of, I typically tell people cause I've had a couple people that had similar situations like that where Sometimes shit just doesn't line up and, and you suck that day. Like it happens. Um, but I, I'm especially newer people. I'm like, Hey, 
when I first started competing, because strongman is what I first started competing in, not powerlifting. It took me three shows before I won my first novice show. It took me another three years before I ever won an open show. So it was like four years of never winning anything, right. essentially, before I actually won something. Um, so talk to me when you suck for four years in a row. Like, well, I, I mean, I don't say it like that, <laughs> right, but, but, like, but, like, but like, in, in, yeah. especially if you're new, if it's your first meet and you didn't do so hot, um, I always, for my newer people, I always basically try to make everything too light just so they have like a at least a six for nine meet. Mm-hmm. Um, just so they end with a good taste in their mouth so they want to keep doing it. But competing is a skill, and I, I always tell people that. And if it's like your first or second competition, I don't know, how were you the first two times you lifted? Were you were you good or was shit kind of fucked up? Like, right. Like it takes time to get good because when you're training, even if you're doing a mock meet at your gym, you get your own rest times, you get your own equipment, you're in your same environment, you can – Take Which is as why many you and attempts. I had talked about doing that meet at Fearless. Yeah, you can take as many attempts as you want. Like, like there's a lot of variables that just feel good. Now you go three hours away. It's not your gym. It's not your equipment. There's the pressure of like a million people there. If you're using knee wraps, timing that shit becomes a real big issue. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many different levels of stress at like a full powerlifting meet that's not a mock meet where shit matters that y- it right. takes practice to get good at that you know and i feel like people really shouldn't worry about a bad meet for their first five meets and then after right. that we can talk about what went wrong right you, you were gonna say something so uh like on the topic of like having a bad meet the biggest thing that i always like to point out to people is like you got to look at like a lot of the greats who like built this sport up especially like mark bell and uh like even chuck yeager like dudes mm-hmm. like that yeah they've they've had terrible meets yeah go yeah. on open powerlifting and, and pick any goat name you yeah. want and just see what they've done they've yeah. had some shitty meets right and then like you also like talking about like being psyched out at a gym uh i think it was like if you watch west side versus the world like louis brings up how chuck he was like he never hit his peak because he was always so f- like crazed up that like he would just I remember miss his I remember attempt. this exact I remember because so Dan and I, I feel like lived, this is you this is okay, yeah when, <laughs> he's well, Chuck Vogelpool oh god well, he's, he's like Abercrombie fucking... Preston is like Abercrombie Chuck Vogelpool oh Ooh, god I'm gonna change my Instagram name Abercrombie <laughs> Abercrombie Vogelpool like it's it's so funny you say that because I remember because we I think we actually were talking about that episode that before we went and lifted or whenever we were watching. I, I know we've talked about it before. We, we talked about it with that when we were living together, and we were like, wow, that is just you, Preston. You literally can't <laughs> fucking put it together because you get so <laughs> fucking amped. And, like, I tried I tried a new approach at that meet down in Terre Haute where I was like, oh, I'm just going to go out and have fun. Like, this is a fuck mm. around meet. Does not work for him. I no. am not a person. I was going to listen to, like, some fun, like, you he know, kind of fuck around music. Yeah. Uh-uh. I was so I lacked so much focus going into my squad. I missed my opener. Yep. Ah. And like I was like, "Fuck He's, this!" Preston's, We're getting back. Preston's like, and I had to slap me in the face, spit in my <laughs> mouth, and then he'll go. Uh, he'll go. Uh, I don't know about the second part. But, I don't know the second. <laughs> but you like, know what? He, he needs that intensity. Did, you, you're, you're did la- you ever watch that movie, The Program? No, I didn't. Oh, it's an old football movie, and like, there's a scene at the beginning where they're spit getting in my mouth, and they spit in each other. These line, these starting line, defensive players right. spit in each other's mouth, and I was watching it with one of my buddies in college. He's like, "That was you." And I was like, "No." He's like, "Yeah, it was." I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> like, so I've ne- I've always been a crazy so freaking psycho. My buddy uh, John North, I 
we'll podcast with him sometime in March. I'm actually going to. He's going to be at the Arnold with his team. We're going to. Oh yeah, I'm going to talk said. to him. We're going to podcast at the house there. Um, and he's totally like that too. Like uh, he used to go around with guy Donnie Shankle. They were like kind of the two people that were like killers at Cal Strength, or two of the people who were. Um, and Donnie is very much kind of like more like me, where it's like chill, even go out there, do your shit, you know, fist pump when you get it, but like not super hype up. And John is like a hundred percent you, right? <laughs> like, like that. Take your jumps a little too aggressively, and somehow, sometimes it works. Like, like just a definitely a little more like intense fly by the seat of your pants kind of kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's funny that <laughs> I got that fuck it all mentality. Yep, yep. You got to have the yin and the yang, man. Do you, do you have that fuck it all mentality in the gym? I don't know. I've never seen you like. You're more chill. For you're sure. you're yeah, a chill yeah. lifter. Like, say, like, like you don't get crazy no i get more amped up for other people than i do for myself yep. yeah like i get like especially when like katrina is going up to live right, or something right i get like she's she's same thing she's like calmer about it and i'm just like i'm like jittery and i'm like oh my god like you're gonna hit it like blah 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 and i just get way too excited for other people right and then for me i'm just like i mean if I drop it, I die. So it's not really that right. Well, that's that's the, that's the that's the edge mentality I have, especially when I'm squatting. Is I'm like, all right, well, if this this better crumple me, and like bend me over and make me its slut, because otherwise I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> um, my that that six that six that big squat I had Jesus. out of a mo- was out of a mono at West Indy. Okay, and, I was and, thinking one that it was it was six forty five, and yeah. Connor was there. So Connor um, competes at WRPF. Uh, WPO. Whatever the hell the big one is yeah, that the they big, do. The big, the big one where, one. Um, like, uh, Dave Hoff and those guys are totally oh, over 3K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Connor squats 1,200, or he's chasing a 1,200-pound squat. I think he's chasing a 1,200-pound squat. And yeah, so I I'm, like, over I'm squatting on a Monday, which is his day. Yeah. Like, I'm in his mono rack, <laughs> and, and he's waiting patiently for me. And I'm like, I'm either getting this or I'm dying. Like, there is – I am not <laughs> fucking missing I'm not going to look lift. like a bitch in front of Connor. And, and I got it. I, I think it was high. It was probably high, but, like – Who cares? I, I, I don't fucking care. I didn't crumple. I didn't fucking bitch out because yep. there's no – like. You squat out of a mono. There's no like, oh, we're gonna save you or oh no, you know, tr- bailing onto a pen. There's like, safety straps. Sometimes I've seen the videos. Yeah, I don't think I had the safety straps on. This does not surprise me. Actually, I know I don't because <laughs> I hate them. I hate when they like hit the bar. Mm. Speaking of that, the rack at our gym, the new one. Uh, Did you fuck it up? The no, combo? if you yeah, if you fall, I think if you fall on that with a heavy squat, the thing's just gonna launch across the gym. Yeah, do not squat on that rack. Yeah, just don't miss. I don't understand why you all y'all are taking squats you can't hit. Well, I'm going for you know, heavy, heavy. <laughs> okay, rep okay, Mister. I can't squat more than five hundred pounds because my knee hurts. I can squat more than I'll go squat five hundred pounds right after this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Cold with sleeves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. beltless with no sleeves. So he and I no, got. I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll keep the belt on. So before we moved, before COVID even happened, Dan, I didn't, feel like hold didn't on, we get into hold a fucking jackassery? Like, some jackassery. I feel like y'all are. Doubt, I feel like y'all are doubting this. <laughs> We're gonna pause this podcast and go fucking squat. 
You, uh, well, do you remember that time we were fucking around at Fearless yes. before we moved? And, like, you were like, the only way I'm going to out squat him is if I just go quick. I- I'm like, I'm like, we're going to go back and forth until someone gives up on these fucking squats. No belts. <laughs> Let's go. We got up to like five. Yeah, we were like 535 or something. Yeah. We, were, we were like pretty fucking heavy in like <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. I think in like, like five I'm, minutes. There was I'm no like, where rest. we at? 225? Cool. 315? Let's go. Cool. 405? Let's go. Cool. 495? Let's go. Cool. 530? Um, I think Dan won. <laughs> he Damn right well, we no, did. you did. You did win because I was like, well, so we just hit my squat max in like five <laughs> minutes. I well, need like to 45. be fair. Preston is a, Preston's a great squatter. You're definitely a better squatter pound for pound than me by a lot. So I better fucking beat your squat. I'm 275 pounds. You, I think you were like, I th- weren't you? You were probably filling out that 308 class at that time. Uh. That was a couple of years. It's been two years, so like two I don't or three know, years. I don't know. I I saw between two seventy five and like two ninety. I'm sure, but yeah, that was. I'm dainty. I'm only like I was two seventy yeah, this morning. You're wasting a fucking way. I know. Dude. Wasting away. I brought those bagels in for you. Uh, all, right. <laughs> all I got left is a protein shake before I go to bed, man. Homie, it is seven o'clock. What are you gonna eat for the? What time do? You, well, you go to bed early. I go to bed like nine. Yeah, so I get up early to train people. Oh, see, I get up early i just don't go to bed early yeah you suck at that yeah, I, I, I well because we were talking about that i gotta fix my sleep oh yeah although I, I you know what i'm i'm well prepared for parent life if i ever have kids I can, I can function well on six on four hours i do you and hannah have an announcement god no <laughs> okay although every time she, she and i joke about messing with people about it oh lord yeah we're terrible do people it. Well, what was it i think it was like my first christmas with her that we went to my parents. Yeah, house. You think your stress is bad right now? We 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 joke. We literally <laughs> joke, right? Which is why I don't want one. Um, we were like joking about telling my parents that she was pregnant for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Oof. I think it was the first Christmas or first Thanksgiving she had with my family. We were going to tell everybody that she was pregnant as a joke. Oh my lord! My dad thought we were going to be like. My dad was in on it too. He was in my. You've met my dad, so yeah. like. My dad was all about it and messing. My mom would. I know where pissed. Preston gets his intensity level from. Oh, is yeah. all I'm saying. You should meet my mom. Is your my, mom too? I was like, my, I thought you got I, it from your dad. No, I get it on both sides. Jesus. It's hard in my on both sides. My mom's a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, my mom's I, explains my, a lot. Yeah, no, right. It, I mean, I love you're learning so much about about Preston yeah. today. Yeah, there's a reason why Preston's unstable. Yes. <laughs> so excitable in the gym. At all excitable. Times. That's so excitable. that's the phrase I'm going to use. I'm un- excitable. It's like a puppy. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I want to bring a puppy to the gym. I have been debating on bringing my lab. So I have asked, and they said no. I was gonna say Kelly. I'm. I would think would be a no on that. No, there, there. It's totally a hard no. But I'm yeah. thinking to myself, okay, but no one's there on Sunday, except all the Pewdie Barbo people. Yeah, except at eleven a.m. Y'all rang yeah. some bitches. Although it wasn't me. It was funny. Ellen, Ellen went to go lift there. My fiance. She went to lift there uh, Sunday, and she, she, I had my my kids here and and uh i walk out to the garage to like throw some stuff in the trash can or whatever the recycling bin out there and she's out there lifting i'm like what the weren't you just going to the gym and she's like yeah i got there there was all these people i came home 
<laughs> there were like no, was there was like, like thirty people. Yeah, like 30 Kendra people. told me there was like thirty people there. Nice. Um, That's a guy, awesome. a guy pooped himself. Yeah, Austin said that. Um, so Deadlifting or squatting or just just because he wanted so to poop. So apparently they like to ego lift on those those those, those like team building technique days, bro. They're ego lifting. I'm like, wow, there it's thirty college dudes. What do you expect? Dick I, measuring. If I am I, at a buddy's gym visiting a buddy, yeah. I'm maxing everything out, well, or I'm at least hitting more weight than they're well, like. So, I, I'm um, 39 and I'm gonna ego lift the shit out so, of in that situation. So Justin Fuck and I yeah. both were talking about because he was le- he was there and leaving as they were coming in. Oh yeah, I heard about that and too. Justin was like, fuck, who the hell are these kids? <laughs> these kids think they're hot shit. I'm like, can we crash it? Like, just break programming? And Guys, they're, they're go like... Go for like a single, like a, just, like a 75, 80% I just single. need, I just need, so... <laughs> I need us all to play nice. You just need, well, so I don't even care about that, but just think for a second. And, and Jacob, you're you're young enough that you don't have to think back before, but like, <laughs> think I, back to when you were 20 and how you operated. Oh, and no, then realize I've, I've called all this out to them. And before. then realize, oh, that's yeah. just where they're at. Oh no, I totally know. We but, all did it. I but, still do it sometimes. Yeah, but I had to. I had to get my shit knocked down a couple pegs. Yeah, yeah. You, you get. You start to get too big ahead, and you you need to. You need that constant reminder that you're not hot shit. That's why I like working out with Jacob. I, so you, get, I have, you get humbled real <laughs> like real like quick. when you're when you're in the gym benching. Like I have, you were in there benching, and I'm like, <laughs> this motherfucker is doing banded incline with two. Would you do 225, two twenty five, two forty five, two fifty five, two fifty five yesterday. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool. So I can do two fifty five for like a six, maybe. Then you add bands. He had yeah. bands, and that was it. One band or two bands you guys used? It was. It was just one. It was, it was just one wrapped one, around yeah, twice. Because it's like it. With the incline, it has so much distance to go. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, there's no dumbbell there that's heavy enough to hold down like any more than one band. Got to use those right, kettlebells. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't got pairs there anymore because I yeah, took some to my the, garage. The two heavy ones there, what, 106 and uh, 127? There, yeah, there's a 106 and a 124 that are there. 124, but. yeah. Do some bamboo with how the bands are. Yep. Yeah, yep. you did that to um, <laughs> Hank. Yeah. He forgot to you. take one of the bands off yesterday, and he starts to go, and I'm like, uh, whoa. I will say I have I have given some humble pie in my day to young lifters. So Iron Valley Barbell. Yes. Uh, Zach Hommel, homie of mine, I uh, he was my muscle farm distributor when I was working at a supplement shop. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I know him from. And then he ended up quitting muscle farm, opened the gym a number of years ago, and now it's kind of he, – he his demographic is definitely more like the younger 20s guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the later years here, it's def- – like originally it was like some pretty like hard-ass power lifters. Yeah. And there's still a couple there. Um, but it's definitely turned more into like a little more like what you would expect to see, like college mm-hmm. age Purdue barbell kind of, kind of folks, you know, feeling their oats, you know, getting. Oh, their, yeah. So I remember I was training down there, this maybe like three or four months ago, um, training there with a friend, and it was my overhead press day, and there was some fucker. I, I just like not big guy, but getting super amped up, walking around like he's the shit, squatting like three hundred pounds or something. So like not a lot of weight, which. But hey, if that's your max and you're getting better, more power to you. Yeah. But he was hooting and hollering. He was just acting the fool, and I was like, "Can I work in with you?" Fucking shoulder pressed it, <laughs> racked it, left. Oh, <laughs> Lord. And he was like, Did you just, "I thought you were gonna front squat it or something." And I was like, "No." Well, that shoulder press. So <laughs> a lot of this it stuff was, was it was like up. two it was like two eighty five or something. It wasn't like three, right, but, but it was still. it was. Uh, yeah, I just well so and, and here's I my thing with about it, but. being with 
you know, trying to knock those eagle lifters down a peg. I wish more people had tried to do that to me because I probably would be a lot healthier physically because, like, I wouldn't, I would know not to do 99%, 95% constantly. Yep. Which is why I kind of want to be like, here's what the fuck you're going to be dealing with in like a year, maybe two. When you're t- four weeks out from a prep because y'all are natural athletes. Anything and everything fucking hurts. Like, mm-hmm. yep. I take drugs and my biceps, my hips, my shoulders, my elbows, they all fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. Y'all aren't taking shit. You do not know how much pain pain it is to just be in pain getting under the bar. Right. Like, getting into a position to squat or you unrack your bench press and you're like, I, my shoulder's fucked. I'm, this is going to be brutal. Ooh. Like, and those kids, they, they don't know it yet. Mm. And they haven't had to deal with it. Well, Top. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my bad. You oh, go. Well, I was. We, I was gonna. I was gonna change the subject. Oh, well, we we brought this up before we changed the subject. Uh, Austin and then brought it up because he was asking. He's like, man, like, why are all these? Kids? He literally was like, why are all these dudes ego lifting? He was like, they have coaches. They're using. They're like using my coach. They're using Dan. They're doing right, all this other right. stuff. Like they have coaches. Like he's like today is the not atmosphere, the only dude. Day. The atmosphere. Well, it, what made Westside Barbell great? The atmosphere, like, yeah. like, and, atmosphere, and that's exactly and, what it and, is. Yeah. Like, the you're going to hit a PR there. So, uh, my boy Travis Mash, uh, after I, you poop yourself, I used to live. Yeah, I used to live out in North Carolina and train yeah. at his gym, and he was kind of in that West Side era, mm-hmm. um, kind of stealing their lunch money at a lot of meets, which was kind of <laughs> cool. Um, but he he's trained at West Side a number of times, like he knows Louie and stuff, and he would go there and he'd be doing like dynamic day and you get your dynamic work done mm-hmm. and then you just uh, work up to a max with whatever you were doing. Yeah. Like in that's like their max effort is two days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guarantee those motherfuckers on speed day are not just hitting speed day and hitting their accessories and going home. They're hitting speed day. Then they're working that shit up to a max too. They're like, doing banded so, conventional. So as much well, as like so, yeah. ego lifting, it's easy to shit on ego lifting. And I would say it's, not healthy to ego lift to that level if you're doing the same lifts all the time, but in a conjunct kind of system, mm-hmm. like you kind of can, right. um, especially with pharmaceutical intervention, which is definitely a piece there. Well, yeah. But that atmosphere, that push of ego lifting under the right confines breeds some real strong well, motherfuckers. My best ever, like one of the most impressive squats I've ever had that I'm so proud of was a box squat that I did in front of Louis Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, is and, the one you critiqued him on? Yeah, I told you about this. <laughs> so I, I did, um, and I didn't know about the bulldog bar. I, I, I was, I was still pretty new. I knew there was a squat bar, but I didn't know the bulldog bar was sixty-five pounds instead of fifty-five. Right. So I had five plates on there, bulldog bar, and I hit super fucking deep box squat out of a mono lift, and I was fucking ecstatic. Like I can squat more than that now, but Louis Simmons right, right. was there watching me. And then as and soon at as the I time, got, that was like a PR, right? Right. I think it was a PR, or it was like a well, definitely pretty a box squat good PR. PR yeah. And like I had like my my idol basically watching mm-hmm. me do it, right? And then he comes up and gives me feedback, and he was like, "You know, you should put the little pad on there because like you know it's not going to hurt your butt." I'm like, "Oh, but then I can't go as deep." That was my exact response to fucking the Jesus. Yoda of powerlifting. Yeah, like like the Jesus <laughs> hilarious of like. My my ignorant naive ass. You're like I'm sorry. Let me back that up. Like I think Thank I was. Thank you. I will next time. I think I was. <laughs> this was uh, the last Arnold I went to. So this was probably four years ago, three four years ago. So I was 23, 23, 24. Just back talking the, the back talking literally the guy who made power, put power from the mat. Yeah. So I I do get where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um. But like yeah, it was one of those guys who pulled me aside. I was like, did you just say that to Louis Simmons? I was like. Yeah, I did, and I don't know how to apologize. 
Yeah, fuck. Well, I'm just never going to help him again. That guy can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good, That's That's pretty pretty good Louis impression. I, I mean, I, feel- I want to go back there. <laughs> well, like, fuck so bad. Um, but no, I think I think sometimes <laughs> like being reminded that you're not the 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 hottest shit in town sometimes is important. Um, and I knew I wasn't hot shit at West Side. Right. Like right. I just knew like it was it was the place to be. I, it was a gym I'd never seen. It was an atmosphere. Um, you so know that at West Side, you won't know that at Fearless. No, you will yeah. not know that like the best ever or some of the best in the world have t- probably squatted on that bar. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I doubt the best in the world are squatting on our squat bars at Fearless. Sorry, I'm not that great. I'm not that good either. Like, that good. like I'm sorry, guys, but on like, bench, on bench, I ain't the best decent. in the world. But like, I'm saying 500. Right? Yeah. No one, no one <laughs> in there is is gonna be, you know, or is right now winning know, money a, meets winning, like yeah. that. Yeah, they're not winning twenty five thousand dollars. There are a couple. Many, there's only like four people doing that. Yeah. So yeah, in the world, right? So. There's and there's a couple girls that are training there. Your fiance is one of yep. them. Yep, super Who, strong. Has the ability, the, the potential, to the, the, the to potential, cut into like, top, yeah, because she's good mm-hmm. and she's not gonna just get worse, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, she's I so mean, young. she's, I mean, most likely, I mean, I don't know what her stress level is, but she's probably under a ton of stress finishing grad school. Well, so she like, just like, graduated. oh, did she just yeah. graduate? So, like, that's an immense amount of stress that's mm-hmm. now no longer present, and so maybe she's sleeping better, training better, getting stronger, much faster, like. Yeah, I know that second meet she did after the one that I was yeah. at mm-hmm. was so she had good. a great oh, yeah. meet. She had an awesome meet. It so the like stress level thing is like the stress comes in different forms in the life. And like oh, it boy. just it just hits at like different points. Like people get stressed over different things right. and people handle stress differently and that's like something that uh again with Hank uh I talk with him about cuz like we talk about how like certain people in college talk about things that stress them, and then like to me or even to him is like that doesn't seem like that right. Like 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 your perspective of what stress is. So my boss yeah. at work would always ask me, "What like how's how's work going? How's the stress going?" I'm like, "This isn't even on my top five stress scale. Like we're not mm-hmm. even we're not even close. Yeah, like run a business and have to like be like, all right, if I don't make my sales goals, I can't pay my employees. Mm-hmm. That's stress. Like yeah. like that's real stress. Um." Or like be looking at the at the your your schedule that you scheduled your employees and have twelve people call off mm-hmm. and you're like, Well, I went from working forty hours to ninety hours. <laughs> like those are stress things. Like yeah. my job is stressful and a pain in the ass, but like I hate it, your job. It compounds. <laughs> it, it definitely compounds and makes it a pain in the ass, but it's not like crazy high like some of my other life stresses have been. Yeah, but if you quit it. Other than not having any money, right? My, and the I new would, stress I would be far, far, far less stressed. <laughs> stress there'd like, be, there'd be like bro. two weeks where you'd be like, "Fuck yeah," and then you'd be on week three and be like, "Shit." No, I, I yeah, that roughly <laughs> that roughly explains getting out of the army. Where I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm free," and then I'm like, "Fucking oh, freedom!" I am broke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dan, you were gonna do top five. I know we're. Oh shit! Sorry. Hey, we were gonna change the the topic because I want to talk about the the training program that I'm rolling mm-hmm. into this meet. So this me, I'm I'm not qualifying for worlds because I just think you know maybe Russia isn't going to be the best place to go if you're American here in <laughs> you know in November of next of this year. Um, Hang on, wait, no, no, no. That's why he's here. Is we're <laughs> announcing he is going to start competing untested, and he's going with us. I mean, I can, but I'm I, not going to do anything. No, I was, <laughs> I was, no, we were joking. You should compete you... untested and get a 500 pound bench. Well, I that's have, what would happen. Well, I had a... right. <laughs> Right. Well, so, no, we were talking. We are like, if we went over to Russia with you, 
because you did special forces and were in the military, we're like, I don't think he's coming back. Like, the Russians <laughs> yeah, are going to detain you. Well, and you would have to, ha- you you're would not have to get a visa, and they would not approve your visa. Like, did you not see yeah. the, it was a, uh, I don't it was like know. a CIA agent who's like there for like diplomatic work, and he was like a prior, he was prior, some, I think he was like a prior Marine or whatever, but like the, uh, the I don't remember what it's called anymore, their version of the KGB. They, uh, they like jumped him going into the embassy and like, Tried to kill him. Yeah, no, I wouldn't <laughs> fuck. No, I, that's why I was like, nope, we're not going to Russia. Like, as all much I'm as I want to go to St. Uh, Petersburg uh, in uh, Russia, uh, like. Uh, it's Moscow. All, um, I'm, all I'm saying I mean, is Moscow KK is got murdered course. there. And, yeah, uh, like, anybody who's ballsy enough to kill him. You can take KK out. I'm not. Yeah, I'm good, man. No no normal humans pulling 900 without a belt. But really, it's like November in Russia does not sound like a good time. Also, Negative. not Negative sounding great. So, anyways, my qualifying total gets like stupidly easier to where I can just like kind of hit my openers and go home um, to do North Americans, which is the same date. And I have family like an hour away. So that's, that's what I'm planning on doing for this meet. So I'm not really like doing anything specifically to peak. Uh, I'm just kind of like having fun and doing shit I want to do. So I'm doing two days a week. There's like a work up to a five rep max thing. And then my drop set shenanigans is um, take 90% of whatever you hit for your five rep max and do death by imams. So yeah, like talk about this. Yeah. Thing. So today was snatches. So I hit a five rep max snatch, which wasn't that great. It was like one eighty five. Um, and then my my imams were at one sixty five. So minute one you do one, minute two you do two, minute three you do three, minute three you do four, and you keep going like that until you can't complete your reps inside the minute and your rest gets shorter. And I really dug it. And I've done it before, like oh, that every so now hard. and then for like like squats is a mother fucker. It sounds like I feel like I would be okay with doing that on bench. Like doing that on bench <laughs> would be great because you get a, you get like a chest pump, well, and like I could deal with it. Minus like maybe my shoulder wouldn't be cool with the the volume. So I I had a buddy that I was um I I, I was like man you could do like death by imams like if you think like a normal four day training so like if you think like a five through one or something like that you have like a bench day you have an overhead day you have a squat day you have a deadlift day right i'm like what if you did that for all four of those days and i was like ooh, I'm my buddy that's been bugging me for like programs and i was like all right here's the deal i'll write the program for you but you're my fucking guinea pig and this is probably gonna suck real bad for the no, first half till i get it dialed in and i told you this yesterday never ever be dan's <laughs> guinea pig because he hey. will bend you over and fuck you sideways repeatedly so like so i it was it was uh every workout was like five movements i'm counting the squat as two right because mm-hmm. you have like your work up to heavy whatever percentage type thing and yeah. then you have your imam so that's two things and like three accessories. So like in theory in my head, I'm like, that should be like an hour, hour 15, you know? Um, and basically had that for all the things. I think I had four on deadlift days just cause deadlifts are kicking the dick, especially if you do that imam shit. Um, dude, after about two weeks, he was like, bro, I, I cannot recover from this. I'm like, all right, cool. So let's, we're going to dial the accessories back. So we did three movements a day instead of like five <laughs> and it was better. But after another couple of weeks, he's like, but seriously, I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, hold on. So then I switched it to where it's um, like, you'll have, maybe you'll do in that, that Imam shit squat. And then you have two more bodybuilder style days. And then like at the end of the week, you'll have it for like bench press. And then the next week it'll be like, you'll do that shit for like deadlift and then overhead yeah, and some bodybuilder shit in between. And that seems to be like the appropriate dosage of volume. So now that I figured it out on him, I'm trying it with me and then I'm going to, then I'm going to mess with it. No, 
Interesting. <laughs> then, well, I'm, so, then I'm going to mess with it on some of my clients too. I just want to get it a little better dialed in for them. Interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm digging it. You know, one day in, I'm pretty excited, but we'll see. Yeah, about one day in. <laughs> one day we'll in. talk about it in two weeks. We'll see how it feels. It does not sound yeah. great. But I mean, I come from CrossFit. That's that's true. Shit. You so. sick fuck. When his shoulders just dislocated. Ah, two weeks from now, it does that every now and then. It's fine. <laughs> hey man, sleeping on. I, I will say, I've started sleeping on my back, and that has really helped me with my shoulder issues. Has it? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I am, my recovery, while I sleep only four to six hours, like, my recovery is... Stupid motherfucker. So much better because I'm sleeping on my back. Hannah hates it because... You she, snore? Oh, I snore so yeah. bad. See, I won't do it because I, I don't you want... You need a CPAP. I, I do not need a CPAP. I needed a CPAP when I was like 300. You needed a CPAP when we lived together. Yeah, I, agree. I could hear oh, yeah. you snoring yeah. in my bedroom. Well, and that was that was the phase of my life where I was trying to fill out that 308 yeah, class. Yeah, because so I, like, I, I think I was 293 eat, when yeah, we were there. Yeah, because I was trying to eat into the 220 class and I was eating a pizza a day. Me I ate too. a pizza a day. <laughs> I mean, I got up to 217. Yeah. Um, I had Strong as shit. That's, that that's, was when, I, that's my best, when your big squat was, man. My biggest squat, my biggest bench were both when I was 217. You can eat into the list, baby. Yeah, you can. So, so I'm, gonna, I'm trying to trying to eat into it and not be fat and sloppy. So I'm maintaining this like 270 to 275-ish till after this meet. And then my next meet is will be Static Monsters in October for Strongman. And then it'll be um, North Americans in November. So I'm going to probably cut between now and then and about 12 weeks out, start pushing back up to 275, but it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. All right. Hey, we have, uh, a game that we stole from another podcast that, <laughs> that we like to use. We do not create our own original content. You know, if it's already been, if, if, if it good ain't shit's broken, already, don't, no need to if, fix it. If good shit's already out there, right. Just repurpose it. Makes sense. It works. It does. Yeah. So this is a uh, overrated, underrated. You have to. Uh, we're going to give you a topic, and you have to determine if it is overrated or underrated. You can't say it's appropriately rated. You have to fall on one side or the other. No, no there's riding no, the there's fence. There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. Right. You either you either are like, nope, fuck it, or you're like, oh yeah, that shit's good. Okay. Would you like to go first? I was going to let you go first. I know I got a couple in the pocket. Okay. Bench press. I'm gonna go with it's overrated, motherfucker. It is. It is you 100 percent overrated. I love benching, but it is 100 percent overrated. Like it is just the classic. Like that is like the douchebag thing to be like. No offense. I mean, I'm good at bench too, but that is like the douchebag thing to be good at. It it really is like every day. <laughs> See, is arm I feel day. like that's pe- that's what people who don't have a good bench say. This is throwing me off here, man. Right. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say it because it's like I feel every time I put like. Well, I guess the question bar, wasn't if you like it. The question is if it's overrated. Well, it, so it, it so is. I, okay, I'm with you. It's because like every it's time overrated. think about every time you put 500 on a bar and how many people like in a gym just start looking at you like there's no fucking way that guy's gonna do that. That's how it is. If you put four anything above 365, people start going. That guy's not gonna hit it, or right. he's gonna hit it really right. ugly. Right, and that's why I don't like going to commercial gyms. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about anytime there's 500 on the bar for bench. That no, I'm saying like for yeah, <laughs> but like any I've only done that four hundred five to five hundred. Like you're talking about dudes are gonna start staring at you and be yeah, like, yeah. You're not gonna hit that, and I it's overrated because it's just it's douchey. Okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> your turn. All right, overrated or underrated long hair. 
I think it's underrated for guys, for sure. Really? Yeah. I will know the reason I ask is you, I mean, you were in the military, so yeah. you had to have your hair shorter. Yeah. Um, are you, like, when you say long hair, are you thinking mullet or, like, just, like, kind of how you have it? Jesus I fucking don't, Christ. I think that, like, uh, a long hair, f- like, down to your shoulders, like, in you know, a mullet, whatever it is. God I think damn hippie all. boy, you fucking hippie boy. That's how, every, dude, I have a friend who it's got out of It's so army. much effort to maintain. Okay, so just it's... Just don't get a it haircut. Is, it's that easy. So it is, it is, <laughs> in your mind, Preston, it is overrated because it takes effort? Yeah, it's overrated because it requires unnecessary amounts of effort. I don't really feel like it, it takes that much effort to just not cut your hair. Do you not like putting product in your hair or anything? No, no, I do, but like, hey, most, that's effort. We're like, we're getting, we're like, me I mean, and Jacob both are getting. Yeah. I mean, mine's we're going. I've got a haircut scheduled tomorrow. Yeah, my hair appointment's scheduled tomorrow, man. Oh fuck no! Look at the back of my hair, man. I look like a goddamn hippie. <laughs> Although, in my defense, where I work, the kids will pull my hair out. Yeah, yeah literally hair. yank hair out by the root. Like we have staff that yeah. have been bald. I'm like, what the fuck? Oof. Yeah, yeah. comes yeah. out in clumps. I think it's underrated to have long hair. Long luscious hair as a Ooh, dude. Yeah. I, I I may cancel my appointment tomorrow. I'm gonna see if I can, <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can get my properly hair influenced. I, I was gonna say I just gave in to peer pressure. Overrated, underrated military service. It's overrated. Really? One. one it, it's okay, actually, I'll go deeper into this. Special operations service is overrated, way overrated. Like hypothetically, yeah. Tell no, us why. It's not <laughs> hypothetical here. So the amount of like, so there's dudes I know who are currently like they're up and coming, like famous influencers for military stuff, and it's like, dude, I know you hated your time when you were in like Ranger Battalion. And then it's like they, there's other things. Like you look at like Tim Kennedy, right? Right. I'm a Green Beret. I have my Ranger tab. I have like – he's a living meme in the community as like someone you don't want to be. But, <laughs> really? But people look up to him because he's done so much. And it's like, well, right. it doesn't matter how much you've done or I've done or anyone's done. Like don't be a fucking asshole. Your service, your service isn't your personality. Your personality is who you are. You can't be a right. fucking ranger for life. You can't be a green beret for life. Like, no, you need to be something more than a, a badge, a beret, and whatever unit you served with. Do you go on ranger retreats? No. So Hannah's brother is Sounds a ranger. Sounds pretty gay. Hannah's brother's a ranger, and every year <laughs> or twice a year, he go, comes up to like Ohio or something with like his ranger battalion buddies, mm-hmm. and they all get together and. I I don't know. Fuck each other in the ass. I don't really know what <laughs> we, they do. They go they go on a camping trip. It's like it's like a little they, family reunion. They go on a camping trip and experience the world. I think is how she describes. <laughs> I, I don't dude, know. I, I think they fuck each other in the ass. I, I don't think, know. Sorry, Jordan. I, I think, don't know what you're doing, man. I think you're thinking of the Navy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, that's they're what they do. That makes especially sense. Overrated. The, the submarine guys. Yeah, I know my my uh, my roommate in college. Uh, he's in the Navy right now over in the UK. And I'm like, yep. How are those? Se- how's that semen? He hates fucking talking to me about that shit. <laughs> Way overrated. Oh, it, really? all, it, every branch, every every service, like it's like. And it, I grew up like with my dad in the Air Force, and mm-hmm. like he literally did went from Desert Storm and served up until like right before OEF ended in Afghanistan. Okay. So like, I grew up with this whole concept of like you need to be a quiet professional when you're in the military, especially if you're in special operations. 
And like now with how culture has shifted so much with social media, mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, look at me. I'm a cool guy. You're a regular guy. Fuck you. Uh, right. And then like, it's like, that's not why I joined. That's you, like you, you, didn't, you didn't join thing. for clout. No, I, it's yeah. like I joined because this is my goal. Like I wanted to serve my country. I want to keep serving my country to the best of my ability. And then it's like all these people are like, bro, I want to be like the cool guy. I want to be like that badass. I want to be this. I want to be that. And it's like, dude. You're making, like, the accomplishments of others seem, like, not necessary. Right. Or, like, at the same time, like, you're, to me, it's like you're downgrading these units that are historic. Like, you're downgrading Ranger Battalion. You're downgrading SF. Like, hundreds of years of service with these units. And, like, well, when you go into, like, Rangers, it's hundreds of years. But others, it's only decades. But decades and hundreds of years of service. And, like, you're downgrading the history because it's, like... You're cheapening oh, it. You're cheapening it. Yeah. You're, you're selling it. You're making it... What I was going to say, from my experience, and I've, I've known a few Special Forces guys mm-hmm. in my day, but, yeah, I think... Like, you're David the, Goggins. You're, the only, you're, like, the only one I, I, I knew was, like... I wanted to ask was you about like, him. ...was, like, Special Forces mm-hmm. before I knew you for a long-ass time. Like, most of them, it's, like... Fuck! I didn't know he was. A, I thought you were I, just in the guard. You don't talk. You're not like, oh, I'm special yeah. forces. So, exactly. The badasses don't like flaunt it, right? Right. Well, like, like David, who trains at the gym. Did you know he's he's like 30 and he's he did like three tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't I fucking know. know that. I he told me there's there's a dude uh, who works with the training team. He's like, uh, it's actually really funny because they made him shave because he had this really really big nice beard. He's huh. a really cool dude. Uh, and he shaved one day, and he showed up, and no one knew who he was. Uh, but like, <laughs> literally, like you look at him, and he's a super normal looking guy. And the dude, I he was prior active duty Green Beret, and now he's helping all of us who's trying to go to selection. Uh, and he's like, um, he's a super chill dude. Deployed several times, has done a lot of shit, and like doesn't just doesn't give off the vibe yeah, of like the, bragging about the it. baddest motherfuckers are the ones who like are quiet and just like. Right. Do their shit, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I I've known a couple, and and I feel like most of them. It's like we've had to be drunk together before I found out mm-hmm. they were even in the military. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah, my my buddy, um, and I won't I won't name his name. Uh, he 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 and I were drinking one time, and he like told me like what it actually was like in the military and like the shit he did, and I'm like, oh, well, like, why are these motherfuckers all bragging about their military service when he's like. If you actually because they didn't fucking go, they didn't do anything. He was like, "Nah, man, like my kill confirms kind of high." Yeah, to like to not to drag this conversation, this part of the the overrated underrated thing longer. But uh, so when I came into the guard, uh, I obviously like I I'm a team leader. I'm in charge of a bunch of dudes, and like you get seen as if you're like a god. If right. you're from special operations, like on my shoulder is a scroll from third ranger battalion. I am 22 years old coming into college and I have three combat deployments and it's like, dude, you're a fucking God. Like we have E sixes in here who have been in the guard who are prior active duty have been right. in for like 10 years and haven't done anything. And they imagine that like you can do no wrong. You can right. do yeah. no wrong. And I'm literally trying to explain like, dude, there are pieces of shit in all of these units. And like, I definitely was not the most stellar individual in my unit like i absolutely wasn't like i had my own fuck ups my own flaws but everyone did right there's only a handful of people i can like i can count on my hand where i'm like dude like i think this guy was phenomenal and i think that like he had nothing wrong with him however he'll be the first guy to tell you like oh fuck no i was an idiot when i was (laughs) and like these people just try to blow it out of proportion like especially for special operations 
civilians, let alone people in the yeah. normal military, look at you as if you're like a god. Does that make you uncomfortable um, when people are like, thank you for your service all the time? Oh, yeah. I always wonder because like I don't do – I. someone had asked me why I don't ever say that. And because my buddy, he's like – he hates when people mm-hmm. tell him thank you for your service because he's like – it was like – Hell on earth. Oh, yeah. Like, it was probably one of the most traumatic experiences you've ever had. And he's like, I want it gone. I feel like the people who love that are the people who never deployed. Right. So, I, I never say thank you for your service to service members because I was a cop and no motherfucker ever thanks me for me doing my job. I don't want to, and again, I don't want to drag <laughs> this out, but there is a person who trained at Vasa. I'm not going to say his name. I know exactly what you're he, talking about. He's going to know who he was. Um, he and, didn't listen. In, in, well, it's not Sean. It's not oh, him. it's not him. No, Sean is a really great dude, and he's just all about the military. He loved it. He just never got the opportunities he wanted. Right. That was the caveat. Yeah. Oh. Like Sean. Sean's a great guy. Like he just didn't get the opportunities that he always wanted in the military. Because I still think I know who you're talking like, about. It's a luck of draw. But this guy, um, I meet him, and like so, Sean and I had been talking, and Sean found out I was in Ranger Battalion, so he hit it off with me immediately. We became good friends, and then uh, this guy just casually was like talking to me one day and he's like, yeah. So Sean said you were in Ranger Battalion. I was like, yeah, I was, I was in from uh, 2016, 2020. And he was like, Oh, did you do anything? I was like, yeah, I deployed three times. Like I didn't like, I didn't say much. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. he was like, well, like, you know, he came up with all these stories from his friends. And then I was like, I have no clue who this guy is. Ask about him. Come to find out. He's like a hundred percent disability. Um, he has PTSD, never deployed. He has other medical issues. He has I know, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. And so he, he did nothing is, but take my tax dollar. Yeah, yes, but he is Got all it. about it. Like I am a veteran. I like that's how I get my jobs. And like I understand milking your service because I was an idiot in high school and I was like, bro, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to Purdue, right? But, and then I was like, I am an Army <laughs> Ranger. And then they were like, Oh, you're accepted. And I'm like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> that was like the only thing I've ever done. And one of my other hey, friends, you got to play the hand you dealt. Right. Baby. One of my other friends is the same boat. And he was like, Dude, I don't want to do that. I'm like, Dude, trust me, do it, and you'll get into school. That's the only thing you need to do. <laughs> well, fuck and then yeah. once you're there, just. Get through it. Yeah, it's just like don't yeah. like don't flaunt your like I'm a big bad. Ass. Just be a dude, be a normal person. Don't yeah. make your service your personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that makes sense. Yeah, I always <laughs> I always wonder because there are definitely like former military people, veterans who are like, oh, what, like look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. I was in this war, this war, and this war. Yeah, and it always I always wondered that because like when I was a kid, they do like veterans programs, and they would be like, if you were a veteran of this war, please stand up. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if these people want to draw attention to the fact that they were in like horrible horrible life circumstances mm-hmm. like I had uh, my uncle was in Vietnam. I know he was because that's what I was told. I have never once heard him say anything about Vietnam. This right. man is highly intelligent. And, well, he was I, he passed away. Had cancer. I had never once asked him and I never I don't want to know cuz like he was in Vietnam. I do not want to know what the hell he saw in Vietnam. I have heard Horrible things. I don't want, again, I don't want to keep dragging this on, but to caveat. It's okay. We like it. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. We don't get a lot of um, my great uncle. I don't, I think that's how that works. My grandfather's brother. Yep. Basically. Great 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 uncle. uncle. So, um, well, I graduated RASP and, uh, in RASP, uh, in Ranger Assessment and Selection Program, you have to know all this stuff about Ranger history. And of course, like everyone who's there to be a Ranger is a fucking nerd. And they're all like, oh my God, <laughs> this unit was in Vietnam. This is what they did in World War II. Like, you're just, you're super knowledgeable about everything that goes on uh, in the history of regiment. And, uh, well, my grandfather's at my graduation. He puts my scroll on me. He was a fighter pilot uh, back in the day. Uh, 
and someone I really look up to, but he was just telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, my, uh, our, he was like, you know, your grandfather was in Foxtrot Company 25th Infantry Division. And I was like, so I'm not the first ranger in, in my family. He was like, what are you talking about? He's never had, he never, never was a ranger. And I was like, did he wear a black beret? I'm like, yeah. I was like, did he have something that said long range patrol? He's like, yeah, that's the unit he was in. He was in a long range patrol. I was like, and you said he was mostly like, you know, in Cambodia and like places he oh, wasn't shit. supposed to be, right? And he was like, yeah, I was like, he was a ranger. 100%. And yeah. <laughs> he just had like no clue because he never talked about it. Right. He never talked about it and was like, that's what it is. And it's, I don't know. The thing for the service is like, it's people being courteous. Like, I'm like, hey, no problem. But yeah, like, they mean well, yeah, but it just, right. it, they don't know what they're saying, mm-hmm. really, I'd, I'd imagine. But like, you get a Tim Kennedy and it's like, dude, okay. So fucking again, Tim Kennedy, dragging, man, dragging, dragging this out. I, uh, <laughs> when the, I haven't even asked you about David Goggins, man. Fuck Tim well, Kennedy. So the, <laughs> I, okay. So on the cobble, hypothetically, when cobble went down, um, I had a lot of really good friends who were like, who were in the Marines and they constantly told me like, man, I wish I didn't fucking join the Marines, blah, blah, blah. And then I told them like, dude, this is like, you're like, this was clearly like manifest destiny. Like here you are in cobble doing something that like, I can't do, or like most of regiment can't really do, because that's not our specialty. Our specialty is like going and kicking a door, shooting people in the face. Here you are extracting like civilians, right. actually saving lives, and um, so on and so forth. And it's like you're actually making this really big difference, and you don't realize it. And then, you know, 13 of them were killed, to include two uh, Army individuals, but like a PSYOPs guy and uh, – oh, God, oh, I feel really bad. But it was, a, it was two Army – one of them was priority second, so on and so forth. But uh, when they got killed, um, there was a huge lockdown because, you know, they had to lock down all the bases and everything. Right. And the dudes who were killed were associated with my buddy's, like, unit in the Marine Corps. And when someone dies like that, you shut off communication. You can't talk to anybody. Um, and, like, I didn't get a message from any of my friends who were in the right. – Because, like, at the oh, current moment, you only knew 13 Americans were dead. My buddies in the right. second were there. My buddies in the Marine Corps were there. My buddies in Ranger Battalion were there. Like – I was like, bro, did I just lose a friend? Did, like, that just happen? Right. And then, you know, it comes through. I luckily didn't lose anybody, but, like, immediately after this, Tim Kennedy was there. And Tim Kennedy, like, left the airport, from what I understand in the story, grabbed a bunch of people because they were just congealed outside the airport in a bus and brought them back in without vetting them. Whoa. So they all came in, and then they had to lock down these gates and prevent people from coming in, even if they were already vetted with their proper paperwork. Wow. So, what a fucking nightmare. Yeah, so there's so there's a lot of reasons why people dislike Tim Kennedy, and he has come up with a million ways to defend himself for those actions, but, like, words from people I know who were on the ground doing that shit there, because I wasn't, uh, they said that that is what he did, and that is what happened, and that he is a piece of human garbage, and that is yeah. why it's like service is overrated. Hi- hypothetically, you're like so. Basically, to bring it all full circle, uh, overrated. Uh, yeah. uh, full circle, it's all overrated. Uh, you know, come to find out, he's like a sergeant major, and you know the group I'm trying to go, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we said hypothetically. Yeah, it's all hypothetical. Like overrated, so, underrated, sumo pole. Overrated as all. Oh, well, I yeah. talked to you about that yesterday. Remember, I was, yeah. I'm trying to get my coach to let me switch to see if I can do a conve- or switch to conventional because, like, my hamstrings are equally strong as my quads. Yeah, we talked about that, which you're, is not normal. Yeah, that's not normal. So, mm-hmm. like, and I was you, like, your hamstrings are f- 
really, really big. And well, like, you've never really like trained your conventional no, to because I baby it, but it's my pretty back. close. Yeah, like yeah, it moves well, so I'd like to see. Um, I want to do one more overrated, underrated, um, pre workout. Overrated by far. Thank you. Yeah, like even though yesterday you hit me up for pre workout, yeah. like I take it all the time. Like it is definitely over. Like if you need pre workout, did you even need to take up anything yesterday? No, I did. I took animal. I had like a scoop of old animal cuts. Oh, God. Nice. <laughs> That's why you couldn't open it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like no, like like I'm one of like I'm one of those people that if I get to the gym and I don't have my pre workout, I'm not driving to go get pre workout. I'm just gonna suffer through it. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna suck. Like, yeah. like, and I'll never understand that. Like, I take it daily, but like, I don't have to take it. It's an if it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. Louis Ooh, Simmons. Louis bam. Simmons. I was gonna just like oh, cut it just right cut it there. Bam. <laughs> Mic drop. Right. Um, so, Jake, where can where can people find you on social uh, media if you want if you want them to bother uh, you? If they if you want to bother me, it's literally Jacob Oreda eleven. We'll let you figure out how to spell that. Yeah, well, you can figure out how to spell it. Uh, sound I'll, it out. I'll, literally, sound it out. I'll put it in the description. <laughs> No, sound it out. Don't don't give them that. Help. It's it's like it sounds out, right? Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Well, okay. If what if you, they're from? It's, like, what if the English isn't their first language? Oh, good luck. Well, good, <laughs> so why the hell are they listening to us? That's, they, that's a really good. They question. like the mellow tones of my voice. <laughs> they don't want our voice. Welcome to Meathead Chatter, episode twenty-seven. No, oh, that, that, no, no, that's that's Dan's. That's welcome how I'm, to Dan's talks. Welcome to Dan's mind dump. Gotcha. It's like poop from my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brain dump for Preston. Look <laughs> at the Preston's mind dump. <laughs> like, oh my that, God. That, like, that. the intro to that one would be just like insane death metal. Death metal music with <laughs> like, random lyrics, though. Random, not even real words. Just like, yeah, make up words. Death metal about kitties and puppies. <laughs> yes, death band. metal kitty and puppies. Death metal. It'd be uh, it'd be like watching Mister Pickles. Yeah. Oh, oh God, God damn it! <laughs> oh God. Have you seen it? I uh, I'm thinking. Oh, right. I'm so yes. sorry. It's, it's that satanic fucked. dog thing. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh Jesus. Yes. I, I, yeah. Oh, All right. Man. Well, hey, hey, audience members, go follow Preston at PSAC sixteen. Me at Strongman underscore Dan, and go watch Mister Pickles. I think it's on Hulu. And then Jacob, whatever his last name is, will be in the description. Yep. <laughs> That's our time. Enjoy your reek. Reek. <laughs>